Hey everyone, before I wanted to get into this week's show where we have an amazing guest to talk to us about uh, DVC and Run Disney and his trips with um, his family, I wanted just to, set to, to tell you guys that we are absolutely disgusted by everything that's going on in the world at the moment. You know, the fact that in 2020 we're having an argument about rights and people that don't have as many rights as, as others is, is, in my mind, just an utter disgrace. I'm not one for putting these words down very well, so I do apologise. But I wanted to say that, that both Dan and I are fully behind the, the Black Lives Matter cause. We have donated, I've donated in well for both of us and Theme Park Trader um, to a couple of the causes. And I will be doing so in, in the coming days as well. But for anyone listening, please, please do go provide your support. Just go to blacklivesmatters.card, that's with two R's, dot co. And you'll see there uh, a map of protest. You can sign some petitions. You can donate. You can understand um, as well. Do some reading and understand actually what these people are going through. Because you know what? As a white man in my late 20s, I don't understand what these people are going through. And all I can do and all anyone in my position can do is try to learn and understand more. Um, we need to be doing more. These people deserve the same level of respect that we have. There's, there's no, there's no doubt about that. And and if you're even thinking that that's not the case, I want you to stop listening to this show. You know, quite frankly, I think everyone on this planet deserves to be treated equally. And right now, we need to be getting behind these people. This isn't a time to sit back and do nothing. Please do some reading. If you can join a protest, do it safely. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a tricky position at the moment where I'm about to have my first child, possibly today, as I record this message. And obviously, with diabetes, it makes it even harder for me to get outside. But please, if you can't protest, donate, read, share stuff with your friends. Just remember and try to get into the heads of these people that desperately need our help at the minute, and do everything that you can to teach others who maybe don't understand or are unwilling to understand that they need to wake up and realise that we are in the year 2020. We need to be doing more. This should not be happening this year or any year. But come on, let's move on as a society. Let's wake up and treat everyone with the same respect that someone who is, in, uh, who is white and is middle class gets. Everyone must get that treatment. And the fact that they don't is an utter disgrace. I don't want to make this too political, so that's what all I'm going to say on it. Please go and do some reading. Please donate to a relevant cause. And I do hope that you enjoy this week's podcast. And we have, as I said, we've got a fantastic guest on. And I will see you guys next week. Um, I'm Obviously, this is pre-recorded, this show. So I'll be back with Dan next week, and we'll be back with another show. And we may well talk about this further depending on whether the issue still stands. I can't see it going anywhere anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, so please, please get behind this cause. It's important. The world needs everyone to come together here. And as I said, if you, if you, don't, if you doubt any of what this cause is about, stop listening to the show because you need to do some reading and educate yourself. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey 
to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So this week we have a very special guest, uh, Dom, UK Diz Dad. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's been, it's been a long time coming, actually. Um, and I can't believe, actually, and this is going to get super geeky, that, and nobody other probably than the three of us are going to know what we're talking about. But the first time I ever um, encountered you was at Brighton SEO, when you you were on the stage doing a talk um, and then it was probably quite recently in, in the grand scheme of things where I realized that you were just as big of a, a Disney fan as, as us here on Theme Park Trader. Yeah it's, it's, it's only recently that I've created like the UK Disney persona yeah. so it's always been like I've always had the, the Hodge brand online and then I sort of realized that I talk about Disney a lot and like a lot of my followers are getting annoyed. So I was like, right, I'll split that off. And then um, I've slowly started to grow it. So if you look at like UK Disney, it looks terrible with like 300 followers. But I was like, no, but it's brand new. I'm working on it. But yeah, since I've, since I've gone into like UK Disney, I've really gone into it. And people go, wow, you do talk about Disney a lot. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's a big part, big part of our lives. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know where it, where it kind of all started with you, but it's been, part of my life since I was, you know, probably first memory I've got is when I was three-ish in, in Disney World. So, um, yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, and now, you know, you just try and go back as much as you can. Yeah, COVID allowing. Yes, that is. There's, there's been quite a few trips planned and cancelled and, and rearranged at the moment. It's just one of those things where you, I remember, uh, well, I heard you talking last week about when are you next going? And as I was like, one of the issues that we've got is we've got the next three trips that we've got planned, other mm. than the one we've already got cancelled, are all running based trips for Run Disney. So, like, we've got Paris this year, we've got, we're supposed to have Winding Down this year, and then we're, we're supposed to have Marathon Weekend next year. And I don't know if any of them are going to happen. I think January is more likely than any other, mm. but November, maybe September, I can't see happening. I know. I mean, I guess. It's, it's crazy when you think, um, you know, Universal's opened up and maybe by the time this, this um, episode goes out, Disney would have done as well, but it does seem a, a little bit too early. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, the news coming out of Florida, I don't know if you saw this week about um, the the woman who was in charge of the data who got fired and then oh, yeah, that was going, oh, by the way, just to let you know, none of the data's real. And you're like, oh, it feels like they're going to open up too early the cases are going to rise and they're going to have to close again. That's that's not sort of like the impression that I'm going to get. Uh, or they're going to be stubborn and like not closed. And it just it does feel like it's too early and it's just political and economic pressure. Yeah. And that, yeah, that scares absolutely. me a little bit. 
but let's not start the episode on a downer, lads. Come on. <laughs> well, get the terrible stuff out of the way, and then we can talk about all the fun stuff that you do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, I mean, let's get the terrible stuff out of the way. So, um, you two guys probably know that um, our aim this year was to do every Disney park in the world in 12 months. Yeah. So, um, we'd actually planned on, like, two years ago, we started booking it. But on the 2nd of May, we were due to fly out to uh, Hong Kong. We're going to have um, two days in Hong Kong and then two days in Hong Kong Disneyland. We're going to get the bullet train, the Chinese version of the bullet train up to Shanghai, do two days in Shanghai, two days in Shanghai Disneyland, and then fly to Tokyo. Um, we couldn't have picked a worse place or a worse time to book a holiday. Yeah. We're not. No. So luckily, we were ahead of everything else because we were planning, we, we, we got word in January that mm, it's not looking good. So we started to rearrange it. And to be honest, we left it a little late. We were like, in our heads, we were like, okay, so Shanghai's out, but Hong Kong, we can still do Hong Kong. So we'll, we'll cancel the Shanghai portion. We'll do Hong Kong. We'll just do a few more days and then we'll go to Tokyo. Okay, to- uh, Hong Kong's out. All right, we'll just fly straight to Hong Kong. And then I had this plan at one point where we'd actually fly to Disneyland, California first, yeah. and then fly to Tokyo from there because I found a cheap flight. And then it all just, and I just, just was in denial. Um, and then at one point, I was like, right, okay, if everything gets cancelled, I still need a holiday. So I was looking at booking the, one of the Disney cruises, and then they all got cancelled. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? And then we were in lockdown. So I was like, all right, forget it all. But I've come to terms with that now. I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely tough. And I think it's, it's looking likely that our September Halloween Horror Nights trip is looking, looking like it's going to cancel. But I think mm-hmm. we were originally supposed to be going to Japan this year. Um, but um, obviously I've got a, a, a kid on the way now. And um, that uh, kind of changed our plans. And it's kind of lucky for us that it did in a way. Um, but yeah, I think I'd still want, I still want to go back when everything's safe to do so. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you guys are going to be rebooking uh, as well. Yeah, our, our aim, hopefully, schools and everything, depending, because the point of doing it this year was uh, Scarlet's in nursery. She's not in proper school, so mm. she can miss it without us getting fined. Um, we're going to try and book it for the same same times next next year, depending on what happens. Um, we managed to get quite a bit of the money back, so we're all right. Uh, congratulations on uh, your upcoming child, by the way. Take, take them to Disney as early as you can. We, we, uh, we, got ju- we got judged for it, but we took Scarlett to, I think, Paris uh, about four or five months. Wow. And the, the, the only worrying bit I had was um, in the studios, we went on the cars ride with her. Um, and I thought, <laughs> she could just sit, I thought she could sit on my knee. And it turns out she couldn't. So she was sat next to me the entire time. And she, she was enjoying it, but like I was holding on for her for dear life. Yeah, I was, was going to say, the best fly off into the next car? Yeah, I, I was holding on to her so, so tight. And that's one of her favourite rides now. I think um, our, our plan currently is to take her to Disney World next September. Yeah. Uh, dining plan, offer permitting. Yes. Um, which... I've heard rumours for June. Yeah? They're, they're going to need the business, I think. I think international travellers are going to be put off for quite some time. Yeah, it's, it's nobody knows. No, 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 nobody knows what's going to happen. I think it's That's just going to be a... Let's, let's see. There's going to be a sudden rush of people. I mean, Disney Springs at the moment is just full of vloggers looking for content because they've run, out of stuff to, they've, they've run out of stuff to cook at home. 
Yeah. Like it's been interesting to watch all the all the Disney vloggers recently going, What can I do? I'm supposed to do a show every day. Yeah, then they turn up to a chicken there. guy and be like, Oh, I'm getting a chicken guy for lunch. It's like, yeah, you you did that like twenty videos ago, but now I'm in a mask. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I do love chicken guy. That's such a light, nice place. I've not I've, you know what I've not been in there. We were we spent three weeks in Orlando last year and we didn't go once. Yeah, yeah. It is, it, it's it's it. You know, sometimes it's just nice to take a break at Disney Springs and like oh, our love- first, uh, our our tradition whenever we go is because um, obviously we, we we fly from Manchester. The flight gets in usually about two o'clock. It's like anywhere between two and four hours at TSA trying to get get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we normally go. Usually it's too late for a park, so I've got to Disney Springs, early sandwich, um, or Wolfgang Puck Express. Wolfgang Puck Express is my uh, quick service dining plan recommendation. It is the, the uh, bacon wrap meatloaf. Amazing. That, sound, that sounds quite interesting, actually. I, I sometimes dream about that. It's just lovely. <laughs> and it's, on, it's, it's like a table service on the quick service plan. It's, uh, it's one of the best ones. See, I, I think it was, there's, there's two places I think about in Springs on a daily basis. One is Jock Lindsay's. Yeah. And, and the other is the Boathouse. I, I've not been to either of them. Yeah. Uh, we've got, I think, I think we've got one of them booked for post race in September, uh, in November. I say post race, that race isn't going to happen. Um, but have you done the Polite Pig? Um, I've had a beer in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's it's nice. It's 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 just busy. Like that's the thing now. Everybody wants to get a bit of a reputation. Everybody wants to go in them. That's the thing. Yeah, Jot Lindsay's is great actually because it's um you it's basically just a bar and you can just order some snacks to your table. Um, so it's uh, you, yeah, I, I can never say a bad word about Jocks, and it's Indiana Jones themed as well, which is always good. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure the format you guys wanted to do, but I sort of derailed it a little bit by talking about quick service. Oh no no! This that is sounds like our format. To be fair, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad that our rep, our show kind of has this like prerequisite for being planned and having a format, but it doesn't. <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, the more tangents, the better. That's fine. Um, that, that. I guess I guess what what would really be keen to find out a bit more about is is Run Disney and like how did that come about? Because you know, there's not there's not a, that many people. I guess that a take part in Run Disney from the UK. I think there's a, there is a, definitely a community in it, but it's not, it's not huge. And, and B, like certainly doing as many as, as you've done um, and in costume. Like where did the idea come from? Um, so the idea came from a few years ago that, um, so about, about 15 years ago now, I did the Great North Run. Uh, mm. And that was because uh, I worked for a charity at the time and I was leaving the charity and the, the 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 boss of the charity went oh by the way as, as you're leaving present I've entered you into the Great North Run, and this was this that was really like light. Good, that doesn't seem like a good leaving present. No, this this was like this was like June or July, and it's in September, and I'd done no training. Oh god! And I and I just went you do, and it like it was the year after people had died doing it, mm. so that panicked me, and I. And I and I was like, right, I'm not going to be fast, so let's just do it in costume and let's just see what happened. And I did it dressed as Mario, and I got such 
a, a good right feeling from not the running but from the people like if you are if you hate running and you hate everything like doing doing the great north run is the best run in the world i can tell you that now it's better than the atmosphere there is better than any disney run it's better than anything like that because you have 10 20,000 geordies going go on mario go on lad go on. <laughs> the entire way around they get into it like i was offered beer I was offered like like I I, I had a beer on the way around because like that is pubs that, that is, have family days. That is the most northern thing. Yeah, but fantastic, like yeah. absolutely fantastic. So I've sort of like got into the habit of like, all right, why why would I not run in costume? Because mm. it, it just it makes people laugh. It brings me joy. It's an excuse for being slow. So that, that then came the mantra: if you can't be fast, be funny, which is what I've always said. And so then I did that about 12 years ago. I went, all right, I've had enough of that. I'm done. And then it was, it was, something, it was five years ago this year that I was like, I needed to do something more. And I I'd, I'd, I'd volunteered for another charity a few years ago. And, I, and I, I learned about this organization called Martin House. And that's a children's hospice. And some of the children that I worked with went there either for um, respite or for end-of-life care. And I just saw the difference that it made to the families. And I thought, you know what, if, if I'm ever going to raise some money, it's going to be for them. And, yeah, I just said, okay, let, let's do something. And so we just did, well, I think I did the Great North Run, and then I found out that Disneyland Paris was having its first half marathon. And it felt like, do you know what, I should do that then. Yeah. And so, um, again, I just did it in... The first year, I did I did the Paris Half Marathon in a Tigger onesie that I had, and um, there wasn't that many people in costume for the first race. I thought everybody was going to be, and I thought I was going to, you know, oh, that, that I need to work on my costume properly. I just got an off the shelf one, but no, it was the second year that people realised that oh, costumes are good, and so yeah, we did it. We did it in, and then you got all the, all the French team going un digger. Un. I can't remember what they said because after after the first, after one mile, I was like, you know, jumping, going, hoo, hoo, hoo. and then literally after mile thirteen, I was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. yeah, you t- turn into Eeyore like halfway around. Hello, yeah, pretty much. And then every year when I raise money, I sort of feel like you can't ask for the same. You can't ask for money doing the same thing. So mm. you've always got to push it a little bit further. I think everybody everybody knows someone who's doing a 5K or who's doing a 10K. So I was like, okay, let's do something more. So we started that first year with two half marathons. Then we went up to six. Last year we did nine. And then this year we're doing 28, I think, by the end of it. Which, like, can I just say something? Just when I saw you tweet that, I was like, that is insane. Like, insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I looked on, on Friday when obviously you did your first live stream and you're already i mean i don't where this is friday so you've probably advanced even further but you'd already smashed half half your target yeah so we've we, the the target this year is about three grand we're just over two now which is is phenomenal last year we raised last year we raised about 20 and wow. that's because we did we didn't just do running we did like um we actually did a thing called the caper where me and my business partner we um bought a car for 500 pound each Yes, um, I remember this. Drove down to uh, Disneyland Paris, parked up at Disneyland Paris, and then raced to an SEO conference called Brighton SEO. Um, well, that was the plan anyway. I broke down at Gatwick Airport, 
had a bit of a cry, had a bit of a meltdown. Let's not talk about it anymore. But we raised a lot of money that way. I also do a fake awards called the Penguin Awards, which is just to take the piss digital marketing awards. And that, that raises money as well. But I've cut back a lot this year because, number one, COVID's going and quite a few significant portion of people are laid off or on furlough and nobody's got any money. And number two, I don't know if your American listeners know, but there's a bloke called Captain Tom who raised 30 million for doing some walking and he's taken everybody's fundraising money. So it's quite hard to ask for money at the moment. I mean, fair play to the bloke, but share some of the money around. I mean, and he, and he got knighted for it as well. Exactly. That was my plan. That was yeah. my long-term plan. Completely out of the window. Dude, 27. Not, not only that, but um, the local radio interviewed me the other day um, about this. And I'm not even joking. The moment I went on local radio, the, the Twitter account for the local radio tweeted about a woman who'd done 30 marathons in 30 days under her treadmill. And I was like, oh, thanks, guys. That just makes me look like an idiot. Cheers for that, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, to be honest, mate, I, I think um, one um, marathon is... is an achievement in itself because it's I mean absolutely insane from for me like I do a little bit of running here and there but that I mean it's just incredible um, and what a great cause as well and I think what I'll do in the let's see we've talked about the um, the charity anyway but what I'll do in the, sh- in the show notes on on the website anyone listening I'll put the link in there and if anyone uh, wants to donate please please do it's a great charity yeah so let's go back to run Disney yeah so so run Disney, so the first year, obviously Disney still hadn't re-bought out Disneyland Paris. So it, run Disney France was a completely different organization and it's got a little bit of a reputation of being a bit useless. So um, all the bibs are always late. Um, one year they ran out of 5K medals for the kids. So they gave them half marathon medals. Um, their t-shirt sizes have, have, have always been different, but every year they've got a little bit better. And the, I've done, I've done the run Disney brands. I didn't get to do any Disneyland races before they canceled them. And I've done wine and dine this year. I'll be, well, hopefully next year I'll be doing marathon weekend, but run Disney France hasn't, has the amazing thing where you can run, you run through the park for the half marathon and then literally you turn and you're running through fields and it feels like you're in an American cornfield. It is I love Run Disney France for running through the parks. You get really good park atmosphere. Um, the the wine and dine ones are interesting because you run through you run through four four of the parks. You basically glance inside of um, Hollywood Studios, but you also run through the uh, waste treatment plant of Disney. Ooh, oh, they don't lovely. tell you about that. They don't tell you about that on the you know, book your Disney holidays. Just let me tell you. Oh, you could smell that for like a mile. Oh, it's haunting. But it's like it's halfway so, through, so it's like they're really encouraging you to like push through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the 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 10k from uh, Windham was absolutely amazing because you start in the Magic Kingdom car park, and then you just basically run straight down the road, turn, go 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 up the the the, the left hand turn onto the main road, and then run straight into Epcot. And then it's it's like, if you're going for a fast-paced 10K. But here's what I don't understand. I don't understand why people try and get a personal best at a Disney race. Because a Disney race for me isn't about time. Well, no race is about time. But with Disney races, you've got limited edition characters. Yeah. So you've got characters that come out either 
in an outfit that they've never worn before or is limited edition. You've got characters which may only come out a few times a year. So Paris, they, they had a villains one. They had all the Avengers. They had, um, um, they had all the Hercules stuff, which haven't been seen in a while. They had at Disney World, they had Os, um, Oswald out. Um, He's my um, number one character that I want to meet. I actually had an argument with the guy at the race because he was like, "Oh, that's Mortimer, that's Mortimer, that," and I'm like, "Oh, that's 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 Oswald." He's like, "Hey, man, I'm an annual pass holder. I'm oh. not Disney," and I'm like, "All right, okay." No, I'm, you know sorry. I'm, just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bow down to your annual pass holder knowledge. Oh, just it's just I love I love awesome. stuff like that. I love how competitive Disney people are. Yeah, it it does. Uh, it, it, I think hearing false facts about Disney World, in particular Epcot, when I'm over there, like on the Disney buses, and Donna and I will just be, you know, we'll just look over to each other and just be like, oh, I really want to say something. And, and um, the one time... Yeah, that... I, 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 I could never be a cast member. Like, because oh, no. I, I, I can't stop myself from going, actually, that's bullshit. Let's not talk, you know. What you've actually done there is you've mixed up these two facts. Yeah. Um, so what somebody's told you, I just can't stop myself. Like, if somebody's somebody's doing that, like... I I usually avoid it because obviously for the most part, you're 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 away from them in like two minutes. But we we were at we were at a dessert party, um, watching Epcot Forever last year, and um, these we were on the same table as other people, which they didn't tell us to start with, which is a bit annoying. Um, and she was like, "Oh, have you um have you seen this show before?" And I was like, "No, it's it's new." Like. I hadn't, you know, last year it was Illuminations, and she was like, "Oh no, no, it's Illuminations now. Um, it, we see it all the time. It's Illuminations." And I'm like, "I was like, don't look to me. Like, don't do it." And I'm like, "Don't make a scene, man." I was like, "Actually, I don't think it is. Um, Epcot Forever um, has recently <laughs> taken over. Illuminations is gone now." It's like, "Oh, no, I don't think it is." I'm like, "Okay, like, let's just wait and see." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he starts, you're like, see, I told you. <laughs> <Your face. laughs> so that, yeah, that, that's where, you know, same table gets a bit awkward, but I couldn't, like, Epcot's my favourite park. I couldn't just sit there and, and, and say nothing. Uh, so, all the, well, when, if you do a Disney race, most of them finish in Epcot. So, oh, nice. And if you do the marathon, you um, usually World Showcase is partly open by the time that finishes. So a lot of people do like get a turkey leg or get a beer for that finishing photo. Um, I just just want to crawl there. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about the dopey if you want. Yeah, yeah. So so this is why my year this year is planned to do twenty six half marathons, because normally when you do a Disney race. You have a 5k on the Friday, a 10k on the Saturday, and then a half marathon on the Sunday. That ten typically is how it works. And Disney races are a little bit different because in the UK, the Great North Run starts at about nine o'clock. That is a lovely time. You know what? That, that's a reasonable time for everybody involved, I think. Yeah. The Paris races start at seven o'clock. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That'll do. Well, the, the Disney World races. Um, I was a bit shocked when I saw when I checked into my hotel and it said the last bus to the race start line at that on half marathon day, the very man this is half marathon day, was at 3 30 a.m. Oh so Ooh. so that's the last bus. Like the first bus is like a quarter to three. So because it starts at about five-ish. 
and you've got to get there, you've got to get in your corral and everything like that. So one of the, the night before the race, I went to bed at eight o'clock. And I'm like, I'm at Disney World. The fireworks haven't finished yet. The, the park's still open and I'm going to sleep. And it just felt so awkward. Yeah. It's really strange to be there. Yeah, I've always thought, because obviously I guess they do that so that the parks can be open for normal time and not, and not interrupt the, the normal guests, I guess, to a certain, certain level. And it's always funny because I've been there race weekend a few times and seen people kind of, you know, wearing their medals like in World Showcase at lunchtime, just kind of on a cocktail, like barely alive. Yeah, that'd be me. That, <laughs> that, that. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, if, you, if, you, if you've earned a medal that day, you can wear it that day. If four days later you're still wearing it, you need to get over it. Yeah. You know? I, I, don't, okay, I don't care if you're doing a marathon, like that's it. Put it on your wall and, and just be done with it. Yeah. So, 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 the dopey happens once a year and that is in that's in january if a marathon weekend and that's usually when we go as well because it's a really good time to go because it's quite cheap um there's, there's you know there's, there's not many americans there, there's not many british people there and it's a really good time that's sort of like first for last last three weeks of january first week of february is usually when we go mm. but more people have found out about that week now so it's getting a bit busier so dopey is a 5k on the Thursday, a 10k on the Friday, a half marathon on the Saturday, and then a full marathon on the Sunday. Yeah. And then an optional cruise and a 5k on there, but that's... And I've never done a, a marathon before. So what this 26 week, 26 Fridays is for me to mentally prepare myself to, okay, you've done a half marathon, tomorrow you're going to have to wake up and do double that distance. And so I told you about the first time I went, I did the Great North Run. I went back to my hotel room uh, five years ago. And bearing in mind, it's about 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I ordered Deliveroo to my room and I did not move for that day. I just went back and I just stayed in my hotel room and just ate my Deliveroo. Now, with the Disney and Paris races, my granddad comes with us and he's in a wheelchair. So I get back to the hotel. I have a quick shower. I come back and I push him around the park all day. So my my definite recovery rate has got better, but it's still you still have to mentally go. I don't know if I can do a marathon tomorrow, and yeah. so that's what I've got to mentally prepare myself for. It's such, I mean, it's such a lot of work if you're doing all of those. I mean, it it's just insane. Yeah, I the, the I think the thing is I don't run it, so like mm. I run I run a bit of it, but I walk a lot of it. And that part of the, the, the costume is the excuse, like, I've got such an elaborate costume plan at the moment. Um, I don't want to talk about it in case it doesn't work, but some of it is right now being 3D printed upstairs. Nice. Um, I, I, I will have a different costume for the 5K, 10K and a half. For the full marathon, I will be in costume, but I will, I'll be wearing my Wreck-It Ralph because I know I can do a race in that. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I try and I try and go a little bit unique with the costumes because I have actually got without being a bit like a bit of a reputation with it. Like I did the wine and dine um, race, and some and they, someone came up to me and said, "Were you Elsa at, at Paris?" And I was like, "Yes, I was." <laughs> um, there's a there's a picture. I don't know if I've got a copy of it up here, but there's a picture online of me as Elsa with all the princesses and um, a, a meet and greet. Uh, just in mid-race and uh, there's two princes there as well and I just put my hands over their faces like this and also with that race I had glitter in my pockets the entire way around 
So I just like whoosh, whoosh. that is incredible. That was a fun. That was a fun race. Um, I, how, uh, do and I found, how do you do it in the heat? Because like I, I dress up for Mickey's Not So Scary uh, every year, and last year I got halfway through the night and I was like, I, I just I cannot do this anymore. It's too hot, and I had to take the costume off. Yeah, it's it. Don't get me wrong. It it bothers me, but like in my head, I'm just so. I think it's like the Amdram part of me. I'm like, right, I'm in character now, and that is it. And that is one thing I will always do. Is um, it, it, one thing that annoys me more than anything is people that do do a costume on a race and then don't commit to it. So a few years ago, when I did an off run, there was these four guys uh, in Paw Patrol outfits, really high quality Paw Patrol costumes. But after one mile, they took the heads off because it was really warm. Yeah. I was like, guys, there's kids there. Who, who who are basically wanting to see the Paw Patrol guys because they, they you know they've heard about you, and then you're there with the head off, and it's just like you need to work for it. The last year was my um, stupidest costume for Disney so far. Is um, I don't know if you guys know about my fast pass dress, but I I had this idea of making oh. a dress out of fast passes. Okay. And um, that already sounds incredible. Yeah. It was it it, it was um, absolutely. I'll, I'll send you a link to the, the the picture, but it was it was brilliant. And obviously, I couldn't get that many fast passes because everybody's moving to digital. So I designed my own fast pass um, uh, as business cards. I got three thousand of them printed, and about two thousand of them went into the dress. And then I, I had a thousand of them to give out. So and it was a fast pass to the finish line. And as, as runners were walking around, I, I also had a backpack on with a thousand fast passes and I was handing them out to runners. And I was also handing them out to cast members who were, who were there cheering us on. I was like, fast, 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 fast. <laughs> um, I, got, I got through a thousand so quickly. But it did give me quite a few followers on, on Twitter. And um, one of the Run Disney guys was like, yeah, I've heard about these. Is that you? And I was like, look at me. But probably <laughs> to the commitment of that one, um, I don't know how much you know about dresses, guys, but the, a lot of dresses like that have a hoop on the bottom. And after a mile and a half, my hoop came out. So I had basically cardboard business cards um, sewed down, uh, scratching my legs oh. for tw- about 11 and a half miles. So I, I'm not going to lie, it bled a little bit. It wasn't, it wasn't nice. But I was like, well, you know what? You've got to commit to it. You've got to do it. And... And we're just gonna. I, I know my limits. Um, it is Paris has been hot every year, fingers crossed. So, uh, but all my costumes are designed for okay if it rained. For instance, the fast passes, I paid for laminating just in case. <laughs> I'm gonna head, uh, hence the scratching. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know what? You're gonna, you're gonna take it. Yeah, I have to say, it, it is nice. Like when um, Donna and I have been to um, Mickey's Not So Scary. We usually go dressed as Lilo and Stitch, and it is like when kids go, "Oh, look, it's Lilo and Stitch!" Like, it, it is amazing to like to to hear that, and then they get so excited. Um, yeah, you 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 become an attraction yeah. in, in yourself, and it's sort of it's a what what I find really strange is like I I can put on a costume and I can. I can do a race and I can be racing with people for two, three hours um, in the same huddle, 
um, in that costume and we can chat and we can get to know each other. And I'll go back to my hotel. I'll take the costume off. I'll put on my normal clothes and then I'll see them in the, in the park and they will have no idea who I am. <laughs> and that makes me laugh every, every year it happens. It's so, it's so good. And I sort of think about um, the people who are friends with the Disney princesses mm. is how that must go is for, so, so um, two years ago we were on uh, <clears throat> the Disney magic for the EBTA. And uh, this is, that's a two, two and a half week cruise. So you get to know all the team members, you get to know all the princesses, they know everything about you. So that was my best Disney holiday I've ever had. I'll tell you about that later. But, but uh, when we were in uh, port, we were in Dover. And the only, way, the only reason we got off of Dover was to send loads of stuff home so I didn't have to pay for an extra bag. So I'm in the post office queue. And this, 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 this woman turns around and says, oh, hi, Scarlett, how are you doing? And I'm looking at this woman going, who are you? <laughs> and it turns out she, she was friends with Belle. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> and it, and it, this was a rotation crew. So half the team got off and went home and half the team. And I was just talking to her and I was like, and she's like, yeah, that's my last contract with Disney. I'm done. You know, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I was like, she has gone, she's done six months of every day, little girls coming up to her and she is the highlight of their day. Yeah. And yet she's going back now and doing a, a Tesco big shop. Like, how does that, how how does that even go in your head? Like it's just crazy. crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Um, something I wanted to chat about, to chat to you about, and um, you mentioned in our um, Twitter conversation was DVC. Yeah, DVC. And, and you know, it's something that I, I guess, I, the back of my mind, I've been tempted by. You, you know, I've been going to Disney World at least once a year for the last, I don't know. 10, 12 years, and then before that, it was every other year with my with my parents. Um, so ever since I was three years old, basically. Um, so it's you know it's a big part of my life. Um, I've the reason I've not done it isn't because I've researched it and and gone actually that's not for me. Um, and there's always that that kind of niggle at the back of your head that's like this is timeshare. Um, yeah. But the reason I've not done it is because over the last couple of years, I found that the salespeople so unbelievably pushy like they'll step out in front of you now and start trying to bring you in it's like I'm no no I'm not actually interested I don't I don't I know I get a gift card I know I get three fast passes but I've seen the South Park episode with the DV, with the um, timeshare in, in Aspen and I know it's like that um, so yeah what are your thoughts on it and so uh, my thoughts are it's a little bit of a cult so <laughs> we and I, and I and I I'm not even joking it is if you ever want to laugh, join the DVC Facebook groups. Um, I've, I've been muted a few times on them because I'm just sarcastic. But so, so we've been members for about three year, three four years now. Now coming to five. Quite, quite, we've done all right. And the we bought in. We didn't. We bought in on a cruise. We got a bit of a better deal, mm. but. On a cruise, it's really difficult because the salespeople are on the cruise ship and they talk to you every day and they like they blindside you. And also, you don't have the internet to, to research it. So before we before yeah, we got nowhere to go we, other than the sea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we did a fair few spreadsheets. So I am probably the worst investment Disney has has sold to because I've talked to ten people out of buying DVC. 
And that's not because I don't think it's a good investment. I love it. We, mm. We've got a lot of value out of it. But what you need to realize with DVC is all you are doing is prepaying for a hotel room yes. the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. You, you, there are loads of benefits and things like that, like Moonlight Magic, but they can and will be taken away at any point. They are, there are things that DVC used to get offered that don't anymore. And there are things that the, the, the offers they bring in are only to bring in new members. Once mm. they've got your money, they don't really care. There's some really nice things like we get the Epcot Lounge for another year because this year was basically a write-off. Um, there's the Bay Lake Tower Lounge. And, you know, I've been able to take people in there. We've had some wonderful experiences. You get a, dis- you you are- get, get a discount as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So you get you, you get the same as annual pass discount. Yeah. Um, and you, but so there are two ways of buying DVC. Number one is through one of them presentations, through speaking to somebody at one of them, and actually buying it, and that that makes you a full DVC member. There's also the bit they don't want to talk about, which is resale, mm. where you buy somebody else's contract, and that is significantly cheaper. And if you don't care about any of the extras like um going to moonlight magic or the the annual pass discounts or anything like that resale can set can save you 50 50 easily it can save you a lot of money especially at the moment i've got a feeling that there's gonna be a lot of contracts going up in the next month or two mm. because of obviously the, and that's not that's not to make light of that but if you were considering it i would look at it buying buying off the shelf right now the point value, I think it's something something like 180 to 200 pounds, 200 dollars per point, and I just I, I, that doesn't that maths in my head doesn't seem worth it. We had a couple of spreadsheets when we bought, and the the maths was was just about there based on how much we go and how often we go and and where we want to stay. The the realistic thing is that at the moment, two weeks in the poly costs us about two grand, and. Um, I, we always price it up on the website before we go. And, and one year when we went, when we were doing a cruise, that two weeks was sixteen grand. And I was oh, yeah, like, insane. Who, "Who would pay that?" And I was like, "People would pay that, but not me." And we would never pay sixteen grand, but the two grand that we would pay would probably be to stay at Pop or to stay at Port Orleans if we were lucky, you know, and yeah. we got a good deal. So, as it doesn't make it doesn't make that. Because we go, we know we're going to keep going. It makes sense for us to actually go and stay in a nice, nice place. And next time we go, we're going to try some different ones. Mm. Because I don't know if you know how DVC works. You buy an allotment of points. So uh, you buy 150, 200. And then each room on each individual night in each hotel has a different point value. Yeah. So you have a home. So our home is the Polynesian. And you can book there at 11 months out. And then at seven months, it's open season to anything you can book. You can book anything in the property that's available at that time. So you tend to get your home reservation, make sure you've got that. And then at seven months go, oh, we can stay there for a little bit. We can stay there for a little bit. But again, you've only got them points. You can add on some points per per year, but you've got, so the fees that there are, are, you've got your, your point fees when you buy in. So let's say you buy 100 points. $200 each, okay? Then you've got your monthly ma- your, your yearly maintenance fee. I think that's about $8 a point, depending on how much, how many points you've got. So it's about £1,000 a year. What, what does that cover exactly, the maintenance? Of... 
So that covers the upkeep of the DDC. So the cleaning, the maintenance, uh, things like that. Oh, that because, is, big, because that is, it is classed as a timeshare. So it is classed as like illegal. They don't like the word timeshare, Disney, but you've got to keep mentioning the fact that it is all, it's it's all the legal paperwork. It is a timeshare and that is all you're getting. Mm. <clears throat> also, when you buy DVC, there comes a level of arrogance that you're part of the Disney company and that somehow you're worth more to Disney. So, you know, you will often see, but I'm a DVC member. I've been a DVC member for 20 years uh, on forums and it's yeah. become a little bit of a meme. And you just, oh, they, they they send out magnets occasionally. With the, they send out a DVC magazine and they send out magnets or they send out stickers. And oh my God, people didn't get magnets one year. And the, the forums were just were just on fire, just just at the level of oh, I should get this because th this person's only been a DVC member for two years, and I've been a DVC member for ten years. Because it's not just it's not just being a DVC member. No, then it becomes a how long have you been a DVC member? How many points have you got? Because I've got a thousand points. Yeah. And it's just the, the one of the other benefits of being a DVC member is on the cruise you get a free drink. Perfect. That's why you want to spend 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It, it is it, it is a significant amount of money. Like when I when I got sticker shock at the first money they gave me, when I looked at the monthly payments and I was like, is this monthly? They went, Oh no, that's weekly. I was like, Well, we're not getting that. So we 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 we've got a small contract and we were going to buy again. The only thing that would tempt us is if the new Disneyland one got actually built, but it looks like it's going to do because some more plans were released yesterday. Mm. But I really, we like Disneyland. We like going there. So if we could split it so that we, we could alternate. So one year we do Disney World, one year we do Disneyland. Now, we only need a small amount of points for Disneyland because we only go there for two or three days and then we'll go and do um, Knots. Or we did Six Flags last year. Yeah. Um, we uh, I hate that Universal. Uh, it's just that is the worst Universal. I mean, I've never ne neither of us have been um, no. outside of the states, but yeah, the Univer Universal Hollywood does look a bit uh, empty. I guess unless you're going during Halloween Horror Nights, maybe. Which I would never do. You 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 could not pay me. You you guys could go. Do you know what? Do you know what, Dom? We love what you're doing. We will give you twenty grand to Martin House. Um, for those kids, if you come and do Halloween Horror Nights with us, and I'm sorry, kids, I can't, I can't do it. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I see no joy. I would rather do two, two marathons back to back. I see, I see no reason why I would want to go in a house where stuff's going to jump out at me. Like why? I, you know, what? I was at the same attitude, and I think a couple of years ago when we first did it, we, we were terrified. Um, yeah. But actually, the, the, the high that you get after, like after coming out of one of those houses is, is, is just incredible. No, do you, know, do, you know, do you know who else says that? Runners, right? Oh, you don't like running now, but honestly, when you, when you finish, the high that you get, I've been doing this for five years, right? <laughs> I've I, 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 I done almost 100 races, right? If there's no high now, there's never going to be a high. Don't, I, I don't trust you. I, don't I trust mean, you. I'm not going. It probably helped that I have several pints in as well. Yeah, I think that I, I just, I just don't. We, we have the opportunity to go, and I was like, no, Mickey's not so scary is about my limit. Yeah, Mickey's not so scary and, is a great event, to be fair. And 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 I get to do, uh, wear a costume in the park. Um, 
so we'll, we'll just run Disney again. Like the, the costume rules are really, really strict. Okay. They didn't used to be. They used to let you get away with a lot more. So you can see uh, people of, of, of like wearing X wings, like full of made of cardboard and things like that. But now like you can't have a costume that goes around your body. Until this year, you couldn't have anything that covered your face. I don't know how they're going to get around that this year. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to, aren't you? And I, I studied the costume rules quite a lot because I like to see how far I can get away with them. So last year we did a group costume for the 5K, um, and I pushed my granddad around it, and we did Main Street Electrical Parade. So my granddad was the train. So we got a cardboard box with the train. We stuck a load of lights to it. I pushed him. Um, I'll send you guys the picture on Instagram for this. But it, uh, we were actually stopped by security. Um, as we went in and said, you can't do that, it breaks the rules. I was like, okay, which rule does it break? And they're like, um, I was like, you tell me which rule it breaks on what I need to do to change it, and I'll do it. And he's like, all right. So I was like, right. And I, and I put some extra bits on the costume so that we could just take them off and dram- just dramatically rip them off. I was like, you tell me which bits to do it. And they're <laughs> like, all right, you go. You go ahead. And then we had a really good race. But then I get so annoyed when people break the rules blatantly get away with it and can still race. And I'm like, I could have done that and I would have had a much better costume because all the, all the costumes just tend to be, I think this is where I go wrong is that a lot of people take like a running outfit and just add some costume elements to it. I just buy a costume or I just make a costume and I don't think about the running bits. Yeah. But, but what, what annoys me the most is, um, is when run Disney tweets or the Instagram, a picture of like a group of people and blatantly there's someone breaking the rules in the page. And that's how I got my granddad to race this year. Because for the, for the last few years uh, for Paris, they've said no wheelchairs apart from them, you know, them three-wheeled sports wheelchairs. And every year there are kids and people in normal wheelchairs that do it. And they're like, well, they shouldn't have happened. And Run Disney France uh, put on uh, Twitter a picture uh, saying, look, this is our race. And, and I, I basically emailed them and gone, right, this is on your official account. So you're officially endorsing the fact that you've got a racer in a wheelchair. So I want to race next year. And they're like, okay, we've changed our policy. So Wait, that, does, that does seem fairly outrageous anyway, doesn't it? I mean, to not allow wheelchairs to take part. The, the France one is, is, is really strange. So this is one of the reasons why I don't think the, they, they haven't canceled run weekend uh, this year yet, but one of the French laws for the half marathon is the fact that you've got to get, um, medical paperwork you've got to get a medical certificate and so you're going to ask what 6,000 runners to go to their doctor and get their medical certificate in the middle of COVID mm. it's not going to happen so yeah it could be something about French law it could be something about insurance but yeah it took it took it took four years and we managed to get it last year and we had a really good race we had a lot of fun there uh, sorry I jumped back to that it just reminded me but so DBC I if, if anybody, if any of your listeners want to chat DVC or want to go through it, I'm happy to talk through like our experience or like what we, what I think you you should do. But if you're if you're going every year and you are committing to going every year, um, you don't get free dining as DVC. There's a lot of the special offers that you you miss out on. But if you if you think all right, do you know what I want to stay in that room. Uh, the Riviera's up, uh, on sale at the moment. I don't. I don't really. What they've done with the I mean, Riviera. If I, want, I I, if I want to put my family at risk through, through collapsing beds, then I'll. Uh, I'll yeah. definitely. <laughs> but it's it's a pull down bed. 
that room is more expensive than the poly studio and it's a program bed oh it's just it's just yeah it's crazy i think the, the, the one thing that would make me like i can't see having a kid is going to stop me from going to disney world i think it, it will probably increase if anything i think if disney one year decide consistently that's it we're scrapping the free dining offer well that will probably be the moment i go well maybe i'm tempted by it then it, do you know what? It sort of felt like it was on the cards recently. It sort of felt like, all right, hotels are getting more at capacity. We're trying now to reduce the, like, you know, the, the ticket prices are going up, but attendance is still, you know, getting there and they're still making loads of money. It sort of felt like that was on the cards until this. And this yeah. feels like, I, I don't think it's going to hit 9-11 types of park empty. I think there's going to be a rush of people trying to get there. Uh, mostly out of uh, indignant. This is all fake. It's all it's all, it's all five G. None of it really matters to begin with. But also, it's, it's escapism. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know about you guys, but our our life is genuinely planned around. Okay, what trip are we going on next? That's what we do. We don't go out as a, as a family a lot. We we do, we don't we we eat at restaurants, but we don't we don't do a lot of big family things because we just save for the next trip. Yeah. And that's why that's why people get annoyed at us that we go to Disney two, three times a year. I'm like, because we don't do anything else. Mm. That's, that's all we do. <laughs> and so to not have that at the moment, it does feel like there's something a bit missing. Yeah. And yeah. I, know, I know there's a lot of people feeling like that. So as soon as they can, it's safe to do so. Some people, as soon as they can, uh, yeah. will go there. So I think there's going to be a rush. But I, I think the international travel is... It's either going to be... Um, Everybody, everybody is worried about it and stays away, or everybody needs a break because they everybody's missed their summer holiday now. You know, nobody's nobody's going in June, July, August. No, it's it's so, going to be interesting to see. I think I think the big thing that's going to need to change over here is is international flying and understanding. Well, how do you keep social distancing on a plane for nine hours, and how are you going to feel safe on that plane for nine hours? Um, let alone before you even step foot into a theme park. Yeah, and what airlines are going to be left by the time this is all over? Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Let this on the counter. Let's come on. Um, but I will say, like, DVC has already had some wonderful memories for us. Like, we've had a couple of Moonlight Magics. So Moonlight Magic is like basically an after party, like like um, uh, Mickey's not so scary, but it's just for DVC members, and you do get some rare characters there. We got um. Wreck It Ralph before he came out into Epcot and before he came out into parks. We uh, it was also like free ice cream, free popcorn, free drinks, and it is. It, we have, we've had that in Disneyland. I did that in Disneyland on my birthday, and we've done it in Disney in um, Epcot and Magic Kingdom. We've got the lounges. These are all things that you can do. You get some free. There's a free tour, so I got to do a free tour of soaring, where you actually go behind the. Um, projection thing uh, the projection screen during a show so you can see it from behind while there's people in there that's cool. and then you get okay. to, you get to see the real model that they created to, to do it all and they tell you about some of the hidden mickeys in the show um and they're honest about some of the um de- deforming um <laughs> presentation <laughs> of like the eiffel tower and stuff depending on where you look at it but that's well, that unless is, you're in that one seat then everywhere yeah but it's it's really you know it that these for us i think dvc has always already been worth it and we can sell our contract if we need to or if we get bored of it 
Mm. But if you if you were considering buying it, I definitely look at resale, and definitely say, um, take a look at the price, take a look at what you what what you're getting out of it, because it is it's such a lot of money. It is, but you you know, and especially because prices aren't going to go down. Yeah, like they they are putting them up at a significant cost, and there's going to be there's going to be a point value. I think the a lot of people buy it not knowing what it is thinking it's something different and that's that's disney like our salesperson lied to us like i i I know they lied to us and i've heard them say this before like the the salesperson has said that the the point values for rumors will won't change and that's exactly what they said but actually that's not true the point values for um for a a um an actual hotel can't change so if like there's like 500 points for that well, this room style can be 30 points, this room style can be 50 points, and this room style can be 100 points, and they can move them around in between all them. Right. But like, your because stu- your studios are obviously the most popular because they're the cheapest and smallest. Mm. So if somebody buys a big contract for their family, but actually they want to stay in a studio, that's where that comes in. So studios are quite hard to get, and that's why they keep bumping the price up a little bit. So... You've just got to do your own research and remember that the, the sales team at DVC, as lovely as they are, some of them, they're they're they're, they're salespeople yeah. and they're on commission and you know they need to get the sale and they are very very well trained. But also, if you're going to Disney for three weeks, take the presentation, take the free fast passes because they are good free fast passes. When we're on the cruise, we always do it. Like we always sit through the DVC presentation because number one, sometimes you get a nice pin. We've got a Riviera pin and a Copper Creek pin. And you also get free fast passes when you get to the park. Nice. It's an hour. Yeah, definitely something that um, I think with with my starting my family is something I will definitely consider. But as you said, it's it's about doing the the research and making sure that's right. Because, you know, I tend to go for a couple of weeks a year. So that's a lot of points. That is. And that's so we, we based it on. So we, we have 150 points at the poly. So we based it on staying at the poly for two weeks every every other year. Mm. And then we'll either do a non-DVC stay um, <laughs> at Pop Century because, come on, we're on a budget, or um, or stay stay somewhere else. We, we've stayed off-site. I don't there's – a, there's a whole mass thing with staying off-site, and it just, it just works out better to stay on-site now and stay a bit cheaper. And there are some deals to find. You know, as you guys know, free dining, I do miss that sometimes. Yeah. Mm. It is a great offer. I think, you know, especially when you can, you know, for me, eating and discovering restaurants, there's no way I would have eaten in otherwise. That's, yeah. That's the best thing. Yeah. Now, you know, you've got to be thinking about, we did our 180 days the other day and it was the most, do you know what? It was the most reluctant 180 day dining booking I've ever done. Like, as I'm like, I'm probably not going to eat there. <laughs> but like, um, we did, um, we might, we got the reservation for um, oh, what is it? The Skipper's Canteen, which I love. Also, also just oh, the I atmosphere there. That. Yeah, I mean, uh, so my, 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 you've you've got the um, Jungle Cruise is my favourite attraction. Mm. I just love. I, it's just dad jokes the whole way around, and you know, I'm, I am genuinely looking forward to the film to see what they do with it. I just, I, I worry about what they're going to do. You know, if they're going to Pirates of the Caribbean in it. Yeah. But, you know, do you know what? If it keeps it going, if it, if it updates it a little bit, that's fine. I'm happy with change. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, I think. Um, it, the trailer does look pretty good, I have to say. Um, 
it's yeah i think the, it's whether they carry it into a franchise or not i think the first film will be pretty good but then like pirates if if they carry it on it's going to go downhill quite rapidly i think they're definitely that, that's definitely a plan to be a franchise oh 100 percent. you, you know, can see it straight away i just i just wish we'd have got the original treatment of it which was um i don't i don't even think it, like the original one was um toy story guys but tom hanks and um oh, i forgot his name now um Tim Allen, they were meant to do a Jungle Cruise uh, film together and be stranded on the island and do that. And I would have loved to have seen that. That would have, been, that would have been an amazing comedy. <laughs> but you know what? I love The Rock. I love I, I like how he plays so many different characters. Like, you know, so many butch blokes who have one look and, and <laughs> rescue people. Oh, he's just so diverse. <laughs> Yeah, he he is uh, the same character in everything, but is a very good character in everything. A hundred percent. Although I really do like him in the Jumanji films. I think he's really good. Like, I, I, you know what? They're still on my list of things, films to see. Honestly, the, the, the new Jumanji, both of them are mm. so good. Like, Jack Black should have got an Oscar for the first one. It was He was absolutely brilliant. But yeah, you need, I, 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 I really like the original Jumanji. Obviously, I grew up with that. But... I'm not one of those that gets upset when, when Disney or people remake films because there's you know people think it takes away from what you've got, but your old one was still there. Yeah, you know? I I really do. I, I really like the new Jumanji as well. I, I, they're on my list. It's just getting round to them. I mean, look, mate. I'm not being funny. We're all stuck at home. Like we've all been stuck at home for nine weeks. Now. I know. If you've not watched it now, what are you going to do? I know. I found you know what? I found myself busier than ever. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't have much of a social life outside of COVID, so. Yeah. I, I found a lot more to do because obviously after the after the Shanghai thing, I sort of cut Disney out a little bit. So yeah. I stopped watching all the vlogs. I stopped watching, reading all the news. I stopped listening to all the podcasts. And I just realized how much of my day I spent consuming like Disney-based content. I was like, oh, I've got loads of time now. And so I'm slowly yeah. bringing it back in. Like, you know, I've been listening to you guys. I've uh, been watching... I haven't watched many of the vlogs because I'm just they, the only reason I'm watching them at the moment is just that exasperated look as they're on there going, I don't know what to do. Um, there was one the other day who did um, who did a birthday a birthday live stream because it was their birthday and they couldn't go to Disney. And I was like, you're just doing it for the super chats, really? It's yeah. just pity super chats. Yeah, that's not great, is it? Well, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just jealous. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I watch it with the same like, oh, this doesn't feel like it's it's worthy of a video. Yeah. Like this people oh, just sat in the kitchens making a cake, and you're like, yeah. is this is this a vlog? I mean, what is this? Yeah. I, I, yeah, we'll make it Disney. We've got a Mickey cake cutter. We'll just yeah. stick that on. Yeah, it's a Disney cake. Yeah, I'll put on a Mickey jumper and uh, that that. <laughs> oh, I'm getting bitchy now. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> yeah well now is a good time to end but we'll definitely have you back on the show um i think we want to talk about those uh those christmas lights for sure yes uh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk there later on and then uh maybe we can have a catch up in, in a few weeks once uh well in a few months when i've when i've got a few of the runs under my belt and maybe you know maybe i can do it in less than three and a half hours yeah, I mean but, to be fair. Very good speaking, guys. Yeah, it was lovely, lovely chatting to you, and uh, yeah. we'll um, we'll definitely share the the charity and the just giving page because I think it's such a great cause. Um, but yeah, once you once you've uh, 
done a few more. We'll have another chat, talk about some of the actual park visits that you're planning and, and uh, some of your other trips that you've done. Yep, sounds lovely, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everybody, and I'll see you soon. See you later. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>